Hello, y'all, and welcome to episode number 70 of Modern Day Overthinker. I am your guest host today. My name is Tabitha, and I came on the show to give you guys a little sneak peek into Colin and who Colin is. Um, So we're doing a What About Colin episode. Yeah, I wanted to do something different for episode 70, and luckily it worked out that I could be in Cedar Rapids today. I have something going on later, so... I'm glad it was kind of a last-minute effort. I'm very much a procrastinator, which is something we can talk about later. (laughs) But I did this on episode 50 where I had my friend Callie interview me and ask me questions that were either questions that she developed or questions that were submitted. So Tabitha has a bunch of questions that she's developed. We have a few questions that were submitted by listeners as well. So I'm going to do my best to answer them and... uh, Like always, be authentic and vulnerable as possible, and we'll go from there. Yeah. So I sat on my deck last night and uh, did a little intellectual research on different questions to ask people to get to know them. Some of them funny, outlandish, uh, maybe deep, Um, just questions to get to know somebody. So I'm going to get my little list here and ask you Well, before you start, what's the significance of the deck? For people who don't know. Oh, yes. So um, I am actually the host of Deck Diaries podcast, uh, and the podcast started on my deck. Mm-hmm. Um, that's how it just kind of evolved. So that's my place where I go, and I write, and I sit, and I hang out. It's your creative space. Yeah, it's just I hang out on the deck. So I hung out on the deck last night, and uh, I've got some good questions for you. All right. Okay, so we're going to jump in. Uh, question number one, what time of type of music are you into? Hip-hop. So I primarily listen to hip-hop and rap. Same difference in my head, but sometimes people want it preferenced. But lyrical hip-hop, to be specific, and anything with substance. And mainly, like to give you an idea of a big artist that most people know that I listen to a lot is J. Cole. Like him, yes. Great, great artist, and... Basically, anyone you put in front of me uh, that's lyrical, that has some substance to it, I will more than likely get down with it. So, what are some of your? Who are some of your faves? Do you like old school hip hop, new hip hop? I do like some old school hip hop. I am a big Nas fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I kind of jumped on the Nas train late. Uh, I caught up because actually, when I grew up. I had more of my friends were, listen, were listening to Jay-Z because you kind of had to pick a side there for a I while. I was Nas. Yeah. I feel like if I would have been a little bit older and paying more attention, because I didn't start getting into hip-hop until the early 2000s. So okay. I grew up listening to like G-Unit, 50 Cent, Kanye before he disappeared. Yeah. Uh, and... I actually was a big 50 Cent fan for a long time. I still kind of am. I like 50 Cent. He's, In the club, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I yeah. Mean, yeah, it's great Eminem, music. of course. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I wrote a letter to Eminem when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, he never got a stan? it. stan? Poor stan. I did it. Yeah, because I was obsessed with stan. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I thought that was real. I thought that song, because I was younger, I didn't know any better. I thought it was like a real song, like where somebody actually, that all actually happened. And, uh. Which is fine. Like, I wasn't, like, sad, like, when I found out Santa Claus wasn't real. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, that's not real. It was just him being creative. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. When I got older, yeah. That was a great album. I seen him in concert in the early 2000s. Oh, that's sick. Now yeah. it's like you got to sell your house to buy a ticket to one of his shows. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am fortunate in that. I'm a little old. I'm older than you. I'm 43. But so that was, like, prime. Oh, that late pr- 90s, early 2000s. Um was prime concert time. I've oh yeah oh, the list of shows I've been to. Yeah. What's the best hip hop show you've been to? Probably Eminem. Probably Eminem. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a family values tour. Okay. So it was like Eminem, DMX, Exhibit. Oh, I loved um, it. I listened to a lot of DMX growing uh, up. Too. Limp Biscuit, Corn, like it was a whole it was insane. Yeah, one of the better one of the best concerts I've ever been to. That's awesome. For sure. For sure. I also got to see Mac Miller before he passed away. Oh ah, nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay, so hip hop for Colin. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you look like a Dave Matthews guy, but I know that <laughs> people are usually uh, they jump to conclusions yeah, on that. Yeah, for sure. But it's fine. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite way to spend a day off? So lately, it's been 
spending my time being productive. I've been trying to do implement lists and to-do lists and getting things done. And it just really boosts my self-esteem and I deal with depression. So it really helps with that. And also if it's nice enough and it's season, I like to play golf, big golf guy. And I always have golfed since I've been younger, but I played a lot of golf like COVID brought that all back. Cause it was one of the only things to do for a while. Yeah. Outside, I mean, it was very socially distanced, so you could golf whenever. And, I uh, did a lot of golfing during 2020, 2021 and ever since basically. So nice. Good. Okay. And just spending time with friends and yeah. I'm, I'm always a good guy to go grab dinner or lunch. Cause I don't like to cook. So yeah. Do you reach out to people and try to put yeah. those on your list? I've been doing a better job at reaching out to people because uh, most of the time my phone is inbound calls rather than outbound calls. So I'm trying to do a better job at that. Good job. Good yeah. job. Solid. Okay. Uh, where is the next place on your travel bucket list and why? Ooh, probably either New York City. Or Austin, Texas, solely because of comedy, for okay. the most part. Have you and you've never been to either of those places? I've been to New York City for one day. I had a friend of mine, his dad, a friend of the family. I'm good friends with him too. He uh, coached one of the teams that went to the Little League World Series back in was sort of been in like 2005, 2004, something like that. And uh, they were out in Pennsylvania, and they treat those kids like royalty, like when you get to the Little League World Series. So they had a day off, and they took them to Yankee Stadium. And this was the old Yankee Stadium before they tore it down. Now they have a brand new one. And so me and my buddy, since his dad was the coach and his brother was on the team, we just, like, piggybacked off of what they were doing. Nice. And we got to go to Yankee Stadium, and so I— and we got to go like down the locker room. This was like in the steroid area era. <laughs> so I remember seeing Jason Giambi, who was like a really, really good baseball player at the time. And he was just massive. Like, and then I saw Randy Johnson up close, who's nice. super tall. Very tall. And I was a tiny, I I didn't have a growth spurt till I was like later in high school. So I was really short. So he was just like towering over everyone. And I saw Hideki Matsui, I remember. He was an outfielder for the Yankees. I'm not sure who he plays for now. I haven't kept up with baseball. But I remember him specifically eating a banana in his uh, in his jock strap. <laughs> Some major league shit. I saw that when I was 14. Nice. I, yeah. I, that image is – it's not like – it's a more of a funny image. It's not like yeah. a tra- traumatic image. It's yeah. like uh, just funny. That is funny. Yeah. That's a- so I haven't actually spent time – in New York City. Okay. I was just there for that, and then we left. Okay. Okay. So, but then Austin, Texas is becoming... Huge for comedy. Huge for comedy. Yeah. Ma- mainly because of Rogan. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I hope you get there. Yeah, I'll Put make that it on happen your list. soon. I'll make it happen soon. Yeah. I don't want to go to Texas until, uh, like, a few months from now because it's just brutally hot right now. Yeah, true that. For, for that one. Winter trip. In New York, it's just expensive. So, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm doing what I can more locally for now. There you go. Yeah. Good. Okay. I got a funny one for you. Okay. I need to get in funny mode anyway. So, what hair color do bald people list on their driver's license? Ooh. (laughs) Uh, Stumped. That is a great question. I Um, know. Can you can you you put balls? NA. Yeah. Not applicable. I don't know what you put. Do you, do you put what your hair color was? That would make the most sense, I think. But it's a solid question, though, isn't it? Yeah. Is there a bald category? I don't There's, know. Yeah. What if you have like a? We're gonna. Cro- need... What if you have a crow's nest? Then you just put like obviously what what hair you have left, or maybe if you have facial hair, then you do mm. the facial hair color. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like your natural hair co- color before you went bald. 
That's, it, that that's what I'm assuming. That has to be it. That's what I'm assuming. It'd it's, be funny if it could just be N.A., though. <laughs> yeah, if you were just completely bald, no facial hair, just... Yeah. N.A. Just, I thought that was a funny Yeah, question. that is a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought about that at all. Google that, listeners, and let us know yeah, what go- the answer is. Yeah, we, I re- I'm going to have to Google it when we're done. I'm going to ask at the driver's license place when I have to go renew. <laughs> yeah. You might as well. It's terrible there, so right. have a little fun with it. Uh, okay. Who was your first celebrity crush, and how old were you? Ooh. Uh, it's a toss-up, actually. I don't remember which one was first. It was either... Do you say how old was I? Mm-hmm. Um, I was fascinated by women when I was like five years old. So okay. um, it, I don't know who it was when I was five. But as I got older, one of my first ones was Britney Spears. That was huge. Britney, yeah. I saw her in concert. It was amazing. Um, <laughs> I've seen her in concert, too. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. She flew over on a magic carpet yeah. over the crowd. It was incredible. Um, I'm pretty sure... That was my first concert with Britney Spears, and she had uh, LFO. Summertime Girls? Yeah, yeah. Um, LFO opened for her. For her. Um, and then another one was, um, it was uh, Hillary Duff was the other one. Okay. Another person I wrote a letter that I never got you back to. You wrote a letter, letter to Hillary? Oh, yeah. Aww. Yeah, it was through like, uh, it was, well, it was when she was on Disney Channel. They had a thing where you can message. Oh, yeah. Obviously, some intern probably got it and didn't respond. <laughs> Hillary Duff, if you ever hear this. Yeah, she's married now. Write him back, but at least write him back. Yeah, it breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, heart. So I have a type. You can already tell from me saying those two people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what are your hobbies and how did you get into them? Well, the podcast is more of a passion than a hobby at this point. And stand-up comedy. And then another one that people I don't talk about a lot because it's so sporadic with me is writing and recording hip-hop songs. So I've done a little bit of rapping here and there since I was 16. You're going to have to release that on one of your episodes. Yeah. I mean, there people can look it up. I mean, it's uh, hit or miss on whether you like it or not. Okay. Uh, yeah, my rap name is Bonesy Bad. So Bonesy Bad. Yeah, Bonesy Bad. It used to be just Bonesy, but there was another dude that had the name Bonesy on Spotify, and I was like, God damn it! So I had to switch it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but a friend of mine actually gave me that uh that name. I used to always my nickname was Bones when I was growing up. And Why? Skinny, very skinny. Okay. I was like the scrawny, tiny kid. And for the longest time, okay, until like twenty five, I had no metabolism. Like I was just like always scrawny. Do people still call you Bonesy? Yeah, some yeah. people do. Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad nickname. It's not terrible. Yeah, yeah. I've been called way worse than that. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all have. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's the last thing you read? Ooh, last thing that I read was I'm not a huge reader. I'm that's something I'm trying to get back into. It's mainly because of my attention span and because of my addiction to my phone. That's another thing I'm trying to implement is uh, setting the phone down. Like last night I set the phone down, put it on the charger. I have like a little like wireless docking thing for my phone and for my watch and stuff. And I actually fell asleep meditating last night, which I don't really meditate. I meditate consistently. That's another thing that's like something I know I want to do but Mm -hmm. implement. Um I'm very ADD and OCD, so reading can be kind of a pain sometimes. Have you tried audiobook plus reading? Ooh. So that's... Where you, like, follow along, basically? That's the best for me. So I still then have got me through college, almost graduated with 4.0. That's a great idea. Um, Yeah, so so I'm the same way. Like, I, I genuinely love to read and love to learn, but when I sit down and start reading a book... I get sleepy a lot. I want to fall asleep. I'm not paying attention. Squirrel, you know. Um, and I found years ago that the trick was audio. And then I actually to have the physical book in my hand, A, just feels really nice. And then I just kind of flow along with it. So try that. So that is genius. So I'm definitely going to try that. 
So the last thing I read was actually, uh, yeah, the last thing I read was was recovery related. I can't even tell you exactly what it was, Mm, but it was from a recovery literature. I'll send you a list of some good ones. And I have Audible, so I can like share some credits and stuff with you. I have Audible as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, so you got to buy the book, but I I also like books. I have a, a great collection of books. So do I. Um, but it just, there's something about having the book and then having it in your mind and in your ear and reading it that way and soaking the information in that way is just, there's something about it. That's the thing is like, I question whether or not I actually obtain the information and then I'll make myself read it over again. Yeah. And then I start like an OCD loop and then it's just like, and then I just throw the book to the side. I'm just like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. So even in college I would get, I would have the book and then. You could like on Chegg or whatever, you could get the audio and I would get the audio. And that's, that's how good I idea. would learn. So just a tip. I like that. Try it. Give it a shot. I will. Uh, what's your most prized possession and why? Ooh. I would say either my cat or my house. Mm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, probably more so my cat. Just because she has uh, been with me since basically she's four years old now. So she's been with me quite some time. And um, I never had a pet of my own. She's your first? Yeah, she's What's my first What's her name? Pet. Myrtle. Myrtle? Yeah. Myrtle. Myrtle the cat. Why did you name her Myrtle? I wanted to think of the funniest, like, unique old lady name. Okay. And I also have a friend named Myrtle, who's an older lady. She's triple OG. She's super cool. Um, and I found out that that's my, actually, it's, I think it's my great, great grandma's name. Mm. Or great, great, great grandma's name. Yeah. That just happened to be a thing as well. So it just, like, worked out. I was just like, this is, this is what we're going with. Myrtle. I yeah. love it. That's cute. It wasn't like she looked like a Myrtle. She's a cat. So I was like, and it was my first cat too. I grew up with dogs, so yeah. Okay. And she probably looks like a Myrtle now, though. Oh, she definitely does. Like yeah. they kind of grow into their name. Yeah, she's grown into her name, and she's very, very unique. That's for sure. Yeah. Nice. She's a character. Okay, Myrtle the cat. Yeah. Um. Ooh, this is a good one. <clears throat> if you had to mud wrestle. With one former U.S. president, who would it be? Ooh, so good. Nah, you said former, so that ruined former. The, that ruined the current <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> so I would win that immediately. Um, former U.S. president, I would say, I would say George W. Bush because he's kind of small. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, that's uh, that's what the, the answer on my deck was last night yeah, for yeah, my yeah. boyfriend. Because he seems pretty short. Yeah. And I'm 5'11". I feel like I could get him there. with like, and He doesn't seem like a very big guy. Yeah. So, yeah. George W. Bush. George W. Bush. All right. Yeah. I, w- I went with Jimmy Carter. Okay. Because he, he was in a wheelchair? No, he was the president. Was, he was the president when I was born. Wait, no, he wasn't in the wheelchair. He wasn't in the wheelchair. That was... Yeah. Sorry. Carter was president when I was the year I was born in 79, and I figure he's he, he's old, so I could whoop his ass. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Actually, he might be dead, right? Jimmy Carter? No, he's still he's still around. Still around? I'd okay. whoop that old ass. Yeah, the older, the better. <laughs> That's why I was going to say, like, Biden would be easy, but... Yeah, He's not a former president. Yeah. So. It's a good question, though. Yeah, that yeah. is a good question. I know. I loved it. Uh, what causes are you passionate about? Uh, obviously, any mental health cause, any mental health awareness. I do the suicide walk every year for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevent- Prevention. Nice. Uh, which is a mouthful. But uh, I try to do that. There's one... The cool thing about me being on the border of Iowa and Illinois is I can do the one in Illinois and I can do the one in Iowa um, that they do in the Quad Cities. So Sweet. I try to do both. That's actually coming up next month. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Nice. Uh, ooh. <clears throat> worst moment that you've ever had to poop. Worst moment. Worst timing. Oh, that's easy. Uh, so I was on a date. Actually, I've told this story on stage before because it's so ridiculous uh, when doing 
that was one of the first one of the first comedy sets I told this story because I didn't know what else to say because I blanked. And I was like, I'll tell this story. It'll fill up a bunch of time. So, yeah, I was on a date with this girl that I had been seeing. It was her birthday, and we met at her parents' house, uh, and we went out to eat, and we all rode together. It's a key part of the story. Uh, so we ended up going out to eat. Everything was fine. As we're leaving the restaurant, I start to get, like, my stomach just drops. I'm like, oh, man. It was, I started to feel really bad and, like, ah. Sweating. Yeah, it was terrible. And uh, I had to ride home with them in uh, a pretty packed car. <laughs> and, yeah, so I'm just, like, clenched, sweating. Uh, and it was a good, like, 10-minute drive at least. So I had to make up an excuse to leave, and uh, I made something up about my sister needing help, like her car broke down or something, and I was just like, and then, so I ran to my, I wasn't going to go in their house, I was like. Oh, I should have just gone inside. I, it would have been bad. Uh, <laughs> and then this is still worse, though. I went, and I sat in my car, and I immediately shit my pants. Oh. And then I had to drive home, and I had shorts on, too, so it was a mess. Oh. It's a war zone in my car. It was terrible. Yeah. So I had to drive home in that. And uh, needless to say, things did not work out with that girl. After that. I was going to say because you left so abruptly, maybe. Yeah. You should have just told her the truth. I did actually recently, but that was like 15 years ago. Did she think it was funny now? Yeah. <laughs> That's some meet the parent shit. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good story. Um, okay, so I'm going to take some from your listeners yeah. that wrote. Um, I would like to know how you stay so positive in a world that feels so dark. Yeah, well, there's two sides to that coin because in my head I'm not always super positive, but I try to be as positive as possible because I know that there's a lot of negativity in the world already. People are always, you know, not always, but there's a lot of people struggling mm -hmm. and just humor is a big part of it. I sometimes use it to deflect, which is not good, but it's knowing that things are not going to be terrible forever because I've, I've had some really, really dark times and I had one pretty recently where I was just like, whew. Haven't been here in a while. This sucks. And yeah. I was just like, but I knew it's like you just got to get through these next couple of days or it doesn't last as long as it used to because I don't sit in it. I try to stay productive and try to do what I can. Sometimes I'm just on autopilot. I was on autopilot for a couple of days there. But yeah, it's just uh, being continuing to move forward regardless of what's going on. And, um, also, have, have you have you figured out any tools to when you're in that dark place to kind of boost your morale or your mind or change your mindset? Do you have tools? I'm developing tools. So reaching out to someone, anyone that, you know, cares, not just anyone, actually. But yeah. Someone that, you know, cares. I have a good network of people I can reach out to. Um, sometimes it's just, yeah, getting out of your own head. Writing, uh, creating something, working on something you're passionate about. Yeah. Like with me, the podcasts, going to an open mic, you know. Mind shift is so important. Yeah. Shifting your mind or just maybe reaching out to somebody that know that, that, you know, they're struggling and then just listening to them. And it really can put things into perspective like. Man, uh, I may be struggling, but that person's like in a worse spot than me, and kind of switching your role into someone that helps people get through their tough time while you're simultaneously getting through your time as well. So yeah, I didn't do a very good job the last time I was in the dark place, though. I kind of kept. I kept it way to myself, and I don't recommend doing that at all. Why do you think you did that? Mm, I didn't want to, which is 
something that's I don't recommend. I didn't want to worry anyone. Uh, like I wanted to reach out to my parents about it, but I didn't want to, I didn't want them to worry about me. So, um, so I just like really, I talked to a couple people about it, but I was kind of like on the surface about it. I was, I didn't really like say a whole lot about what was going on. Do you acknowledge that that's unhealthy behavior? Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I did not. I kind of did it after the fact, um, when things were less cloudy, I started reaching out to people and telling people what was going on or what was going on, I guess, mm-hmm. and like how I'm kind of like bouncing back up from it. So I did it, but not at the right time. Gotcha. So it was a learning experience for sure, like most things. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Uh, another one of your guest questions was if you could tell your 14 year old self one thing, what would it be? Don't drink. Mm. Don't do it. Think about the bigger picture. Um, I know a lot of, yeah, speaking directly to myself is is different. But uh, I would just say all your friends may be doing this, maybe drinking, maybe partying, but you have a good work ethic, and I I did have a good work ethic, and I still do have a good work ethic. If you continuously improve yourself you will be unstoppable and I've had people tell me that and uh if I would have just cared less about what other people think about me which is easier said than done obviously especially when you're in, sure especially when you're in high school especially dude. at that age oh man that age sucks so much um <sighs> and also luckily I had uh Luckily, my dad always told me, and he's like, these aren't going to be, these are good, good years for you there. I mean, he didn't like talk down, like say these are going to be the worst years of your life, but he was also like, this won't be the high, this is just like a a very small chapter in your whole life. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't need to be, because he has people that he knows that talk about the glory days or like all that stuff that live in the past. And yeah. Um, he's like, you don't want to be that guy. It's so it's so hard. Me and my mom friends talk about this with our kids, like trying to explain to our kids that like this is not end all be all. Yeah. But what you have to remember is that for them in that moment, at that time, in this time in their life, it is. They because feel like it is. Yeah. They have not. You have nothing to compare it to. Exactly. You know, like. The first heartbreak, like, oh, he, my boyfriend broke up with me and it's the end of the fucking world. Yeah. But they don't have anything to compare it to. So it is the end of their world right Mm now. So, yeah, it's hard to, it's hard to think that too. Like I could tell my 14 year old self a million things, but I wouldn't have listened, A. But. (laughs) Oh yeah, I probably wouldn't have listened either, but. No. Yeah. Stay away from the booze. That's what you'd tell yourself. Yeah. Just stay away from that. From partying and uh, do what you've always wanted to do, and that's be an entrepreneur. Yeah. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. So, and uh, I feel like I could have found something a little bit sooner if I would have done that, which I don't dread the past anymore. But Yeah, you can't. No. But if I had to change something, that would be one thing for sure. Okay. Because I only did it because I thought, like, it was the cool. It was the cool thing to do, and that's what my friends were doing. And yeah, this is happening. And also, obviously, I, you know, enjoyed it for well, a while. We all did at that age. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he felt cool. Like, yeah, I'm like drinking underage. I'm it was cool. just kind of the thing to do. Like, that's what you did. That's what teenagers do, right? Yep. Like, we party, we experiment. We, I mean, not all, but yeah, I would say the good majority of all of us kind of did. Good, good chunk of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see the statistics on that, but I bet it's most of us yeah. all partied. Like, yeah, or there's some people that just that waited, and then once they got to college, it was like a loose cannon. Yeah, yeah. I have a couple of friends like that. Yeah. One in particular I can think of. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. go crazy in college. That just went yeah, wild. Yeah, I've got yeah. a couple of friends that did too. Yeah, yeah. that they were pretty tame in high school, and yeah. then like freshman year rolled around, and it was like, whoa, who is she? <laughs> yeah, I didn't. This person I didn't know in high school, but yeah, they didn't start partying until freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I was like, how did high school work for you if you didn't do any of this? I thought it was just it was bizarre to me. Yeah, 
Yeah. They did with theirs. Yeah, they actually like just were well, they were very involved in sports and stuff. They yeah. Probably, they didn't have as much time to as I did. Yeah. 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 That's that is key too. Uh uh-huh. yeah. okay, next question. Uh ooh. What's your go to dance move and can you show me? Oh no. Um <laughs> No, you don't have a go-to dance move? I don't. I don't. You don't? I don't like dancing at all. Uh, you don't like to dance. Which is weird, and it's something that I want. It's a fear, actually. It's a judgmental fear that I've always had. Not always, because when I was a kid, like, my mom will tell you stories, my dad will tell you stories. Like, when we used to go on vacation, we, it was me and a, a, a friend of mine, if we went on family vacations together, we would always be like dancing and just like ripping apart the dance floor. I used to do the worm a lot when yes. I was. I can't do it anymore. Practice. Yeah. Um. I used to. I used to be the worm guy for a while. Uh, that was the like worm my, guy. That was my go-to. Yeah. I couldn't really do anything else. Um. But yeah, I don't. I would like to because it's very freeing to dance, and I know that. And I remember. Do you even dance by yourself, like at home? Sometimes, but not really. Uh, Maybe that's where you should start. Like I dance my little ass off when I clean the house and stuff. Like I'll just crank up some music and just. I'll dance for my. I'll dance for Myrtle. Myrtle. Myrtle likes it. Myrtle's seen the. No, she actually judges me for sure. (laughs) Yeah, she's just like, "What is going on with you?" Um, But it's fun because she can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe add that. She's to not your, telling anyone. Add that to your list. Yeah. Like so, if you if you were to go out, like you wouldn't dance. Like say we all go to a wedding and we're all dancing, you wouldn't dance. Probably not. Really. It would take a lot for me to get out there. Another thing that I think uh, that I have to re- it, it, it's kind of like retraining my brain uh, because you know I used to party a lot, so I would I would dance then. But I had to have like encouragement, liquid mm-hmm. encouragement, or whatever encouragement. Encouragement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'd have something in my system before I would. Yeah. So it would let my guard down, so I wouldn't care what other people thought of me. Yeah, it. I. It, I've had this conversation with sober friends. Yeah. And um, learning how to quote unquote party sober. Yeah. Like because we do have that mental block. Mm-hmm. But you got I mean, you just need to remember that when you were intoxicated and you were doing it, you didn't care and nobody actually judged you. Yeah. So now that you're sober, the outcome's going to be the same. Oh, yeah, I know. And I know that it's like you a weird have to do it. Block. Yeah. Like my co-host, Megan, that girl is sober most of the time. Like she's not a big drinker or anything like that. And she's the first one and the last one on the dance floor. She will bust her ukulele out at a party. She well, like karaoke. She kills it. Uh, I've um, done that a couple times. And uh, all sober. Yeah, actually, karaoke's interesting because everybody always wants me to rap because they know I rap. And yeah, like, do an Eminem song. I'm like, do you know how hard it is doing an Eminem song? Yeah, yeah. It's like they Megan want me to- does bust a move. That's her go to. Ooh, that's a good song. I know. Yeah. I know. Okay, so maybe yeah. start start dancing at home a little bit more, maybe. Yeah, I think I do. Give Myrtle some shows. I've done it more, and I used to dance, like, a little bit more, like, yeah, it was never in public. It was always at my house, you know, either for Myrtle or, like, my ex-girlfriend got to see some weird I'm putting that on your bucket list. Yeah, put it, yeah, you gotta. We're gonna take him to a wedding or something that we have to go to, and I'm just gonna force you. I haven't been invited to a lot of. You're gonna do it. That's a weird thing about getting uh, getting sober. You don't get invited to a lot of weddings. What? I don't. Really? That's lame. I wouldn't even, I mean, that wouldn't even cross my mind when I was making a guest list. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know. I, I also stopped hanging out with a lot of different people when I got sober. But I didn't, like, cut them off. Yeah. Um, Things change, though. Yeah, my thing is, like, once you're my friend, you're always my friend. That's how I've always felt, but not everybody feels that way, so. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't, well. yeah. Also, weddings can be kind of uh, inconvenient. Yeah. Uh, for, I mean, depending on who it is, like if it's somebody you know really well, like, and you know the you know the 
bride and the groom, then it's different. But if you like just know the groom, you don't really know the bride. And um, that's when you get to know the bridesmaids, Colin. Oh well, yeah. There, there's that. These are opportunities. Opportunities. I understand. You need to that. start thinking of everything as an opportunity. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You talk about struggling with dating. Take the yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Never know. You can meet your wife at some. I've wedding. been so uninterested. In you could da- do the worm, and she could be like, "That's my husband." Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the fucking guy I'm taking. If home I can tonight. do the worm without hurting myself, now I got. I- you would probably get mad puss for that. Yeah, bus. <laughs> Bust, busting bust out, it out. yeah. If I can still do it, man. It's, All the bridesmaids' panties would drop. If you don't do it, <laughs> if you don't do it the right way, it, it's very. Uh, I was gonna say it looks like it would hurt your junk. That's the key. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah, watch yeah. out for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, do you have a secret talent? Uh, the secret talent would probably be. Um. I mean, I guess it's not really a secret now because I talked about it, but rapping, uh, freestyling a little bit. I am not as good at freestyling as I used to be. I used to do it more. Yeah. I used to have a friend of mine that we would freestyle together, and that was awesome because we could just, like, piggyback off mm-hmm. each other. And uh, so, yeah, shout out to my friend Chris uh, from, from college. Get the uh, band back together. Yeah, dude, he's so good at freestyling. He, he got me like way better at it just by freestyling with him. It was fun. Nice. Okay. So, so freestyling. Yeah, freestyling. I'm trying to do that more. I I like to do that. Uh, I like to put on a beat while I'm driving and just and just see what I can come up yeah. with. Yeah. Yeah, that's smart. It's fun. Yeah. I yep. used to do that like when I was driving back and forth from Davenport to Iowa City every day for work. I that used to be part of my drive home. Okay. That's fun. Kept me entertained for the 50-minute drive ahead. This is from one of your listeners. Okay. What topic have you found to be difficult to talk about on your podcast? Uh, there's a couple, but the one I thought of when I first saw that question, which that was like one of the questions that stuck out to me the most. Mm-hmm. And that would probably be... Uh, would probably be you were talking about it earlier uh, about what like material I used when I was younger or used like that's not on the internet. Um, I've been trying to cut out porn for my life for about at least over the last year. It's it's like one of the worst. Uh, I wouldn't say like I'm addicted to it uh, because it's not like I like sit around all day and watch porn. Yeah, you know? um, but it's like. I become so accustomed to using it, mm-hmm. and it, I know how bad it is. I know how it affects me, and it's just like I just don't want it a part of my life. It's anymore. like a problem. That's a thing. It's like, a serious thing for like, a lot of guys. Like not and n- and women as well. Not even like I mean, you can use the word addicted or or whatnot. Yeah, but I don't know what word to use for it. But yeah, it's not it good. can it can be. It can be very numbing. It can be sexually numbing, and it does. It desensitizes you. That's, yeah, that's a thing. It's, it's. I've thought about doing an entire podcast episode on that, actually. Yeah. Um. Because yeah, it can, it can fuck your shit up. Yeah, it's uh, it. It's It's too easy and accessible. Yeah, especially now, and it gets just more. I mean, it's gotten more accessible as, you know. As we grew up watching the internet become what it is, it used to be like at the beginning it was kind of difficult because you had to dial up. Dial up <laughs> like and, everybody in the house knew yeah, Collins oh, in his room with the door shut. Yeah. Yeah. My parents didn't know how to knock for a while. <laughs> they, had to, they had to learn the hard way. Oh, no. Yeah. Which, oh, well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's always been a thing. Uh, just because growing up with it, it was just so accessible. Yeah. And like that, you know, it was it was, it was part of conversations me and my friends had. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Especially with boys. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, working on the porn. Good for you. Yeah. I, I hear that. I hear that from other males around me. Like, I've had this conversation, oh, actually, yeah. that they're, like, on a, a porn break. Like, I'm not going to. Yeah, I would like, like to. Like, trying to rewire their brain yeah exactly it's 
completely messed my head up. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. If you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? One thing. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Nice. Actually, I have a sticky note on my house uh, that my therapist had me put up. Uh, she didn't tell me what to say on it, but there's a... Um, I don't know if it was a song or an album. It was uh, Mike Posner. I really like Mike Posner a lot. Um, his voice is just incredible. Mm-hmm. I think he has a song called Keep Going. Okay. That's what, and he kept doing like posts on like, I don't know if it was Instagram or Twitter, but, and he would just use the hashtag keep going and that's just like stuck in my head. It's just so simple, but yet so profound at the same yeah. time. All right. A parrot. Keep going. Yeah. They're just like. Or, or even something more blunt, like, stop being a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Stop being a bitch. Yeah. I, I had that on my fridge for a while. It's on my to-do list. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, though. <laughs> yeah. Mine was, uh, last night I said that I'd teach my parrot to say, I'm calling about your car warranty. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like that would get old after Just, a while, though. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's funny. Like, when yeah. I could get it to say it, like, yeah. that's what my bird would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. One from your listener, favorite childhood memory. Ooh, yeah, this is another one that was like, there's so many, I had a really, really good childhood. Like, my parents worked very hard to provide for me and give us all, me, my brother and sister, a good childhood. We went on vacations every year, everything. Um, Outside of that, though, specifically, uh, Little League Baseball was just awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so, like, it meant so much to me, like, to be able to, like, waiting to see if you made the all-star team, like, and then just, yeah, traveling a little bit for baseball, like, if you moved on. Um, and then I remember just the soul-crushing game that we got beaten, didn't make it to state, and, but those are great memories, like those people that I played with. And, um, yeah, it was just so, so serious, like, but yet so, like, I don't know, something I really remembered a lot. And uh, good times. Yeah, and I heard Little League's not exactly what it used to be either. Like, they don't even have the people, they can't even keep, that many kids playing a little league. I did. Uh, I just did a episode about parents, right? The, uh the crazy sports parents, and we. Sport, kinda, oh yeah. Yeah, and we kind of get I umpired for a while. Yeah, yeah. we kind of get into it. it's a it's a great episode actually. I brought two moms on that like their kids are heavy. Active. Like her son went to college to play baseball, and yeah, and it's it's interesting, and it it has it's changed a lot from when we were kids. Like mm-hmm. so serious. Yeah, like they all do travel ball. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot. So good. I'm glad you were part of the era that could enjoy it, and that's a favorite memory. I feel like I was like one of the last like eras like yeah. that really enjoyed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a hu- such a such a big deal, and I played like my area um, where I played Northwest Little League. Shout out Northwest Little League. <laughs> <laughs> but we were very we were known to be like good. We had really good like. Everybody, like, just really cared, and uh, we had, like, really cool, like, fields, like, that we, like, our grounds crew, like, took really good care of it, yeah. and, like, everybody was just, like, super into it, and it was just, uh, I really enjoyed the structure of it, and just, like, yeah, just some really cool times. Good, good. Okay. Uh, ooh. What is the worst fashion decision you've ever made? And do you have a picture of it? And if you do, I would like you to post it on your page. Oh, that's easy. Uh, so I would probably, it, it has mixed reviews. So some people okay. would say, hey, that was cool. Like, that was a good idea. Or it's funny. So my senior pictures, I have an afro. <laughs> nice. And I'm 50-50 on whether or not that was a good idea. Um, okay. It's funny to me now. Like, when I look at them, I'm just like, um, But, yeah, I had very, I've always had very, very curly hair, and I grew it out in high school. And, yeah, I had a fro in my senior pictures. And another one I did. Can we get you to 
post that? Yeah, I can post yes. that as well as the uh, there's actually one of my um, one of my childhood friends' dads. Actually, he still calls me Elvis because I used to slick my hair back when I was like in fifth grade. <laughs> Cute. So I can. That was a questionable one as well. Yeah. Uh, a lot of gel, a lot of hair gel there. Just slicked it straight back. Dapper Dan. <laughs> yeah. So I went through that phase as well. So that's another one where I question if that was a good idea or not. Just post them both and then we'll do a poll, which who likes which one better. Yeah. Yeah. There's a significant <laughs> age difference there too. Which is, yeah. Okay. Um, one from your listeners. Who's your favorite uncle? Yeah. And, and of course, my, my uncle Al posted that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> which, I wondered. I'm like, yeah, which I thought was funny um, because he wants me to say him. I don't, ha- <laughs> I don't, I don't have a favorite uncle. Shout out Al. Yeah. Shout out Uncle Al. I don't know if he'll listen to this. He's retired. You got time, dude. Um, he does. But uh, yeah, I have a lot of cool uncles. All, they're all. How many do you have? Characters. Uh, at least. So on my mom's side, I have. I think I have six or seven uncles that oh, are wow. alive right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the uncle I wanted to bring up though is the one that's not alive. Oh. Um, so my um my uncle mark i have two uncle marks actually i have an uncle mark my dad's brother and my uncle mark my mom's brother uncle mark my mom's brother is passed away when i was teenager late teens i can't remember exactly how old i was it was a while back but um he was someone that i got to see once a year okay like a holiday on the holidays um cuz he lived in oklahoma and uh, he was just, he was hilarious. He was so funny. Um, and he would just always, and then he, then he also, I mean, he has my, uh, my cousin Greg, um, his son, obviously, is someone I'm really close with. Like, we can just, like, pick up where we left off. We're almost like brothers. Nice. And uh, so that's really cool, too. Obviously, he's not um, my uncle, of course. But, my yeah, my Uncle Mark, I just wish I was able to have a, a relationship with him, like, as an adult. I only knew him when I was a kid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Ooh, the worst date you've ever been on. Did we ever cover that I with think the shit covered, story? Yes. Does that go hand in hand? I, I mean, that was it. That, that was it. I okay. mean, that, I mean I've, I've, I've had other ones, but but that's that that <laughs> that takes the cake for sure. Uh, what would be the tagline to the sitcom of your life? Um. I mean, modern day overthinker is not really a tagline. Uh, so. I know it's a tough question. Uh, I don't know. I'd say like the guy who's always overthinking. <laughs> the guy who's always <laughs> overthinking. Yeah. I like that. Because I even ran into a situation today, like somebody didn't text me back. Like I texted someone uh, the other day uh, who I don't talk to that often. It was just like somebody I, I've been trying to network a lot, but starting a new business. And I reached out to somebody and they never got back to me. I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, this person, if it's a girl, I always think they think I'm a weirdo. They think I'm a creep or something, like, which is weird, uh, which I, I don't know, understand. That, yeah. That, that's deep seated. Uh, but, um, no, she just forgot to text me back. She texted me today. See? Because I texted her again because I was like, oh, just I was like, whatever. I'll text her one more time to see. Mm-hmm. So it had nothing to do with like, rel- like you know, I'm not trying to take her out yeah, on yeah. a date or anything. I was just trying to pick her brain because she's really good with social media. I'm starting a social media business. So yeah. uh, she did get back to me and she apologized. She's like, oh, I spaced. And I was like, oh, okay. 
I, you know, that's happened to me though. Like where I'll see the text, but I'm in the middle of something and then it's already read. Yeah. And then I don't, I, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, oh shit. That's one thing later. about me is like, I'm really good at texting back. And really good at getting back. I try to be. I try to be. But occasionally one slips through the cracks. Oh, well, yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's the best Wi-Fi name you've ever seen? Ooh, there's a lot of good ones that I've seen. Um, what was the one that we had in college? Um, well, my Wi-Fi name at home is Bonesy, but um, <laughs> uh, usually something like I'm a big conspiracy guy, so I like something like you know, like FBI or something like that. Like, so my my boyfriend's when I first met him, he lived up in Minneapolis, and his Wi-Fi was FBI surveillance. Yeah, that something was like his, that. Yeah, that yeah. was his Wi-Fi. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll give you one. Maybe okay, this yeah, will make one. your yeah. list. <clears throat> yeah. My Wi-Fi password. So me and my best friend live together. Two girls, right? Mm-hmm. And our Wi-Fi password is two girls, one router. That's good. <laughs> That's really good. You oh. should have seen the, the I'm on guy's face like when he came to hook everything up <laughs> and he's got his little clipboard and he's like, okay, what's the, like, you know, he's filling it all out. And I'm like, two girls, one router. And his pen just stops and his eyes look up at me and he like he's trying so hard not to laugh. Why not laugh? Whatever. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Two girls. One I laugh at work all the time. Some people may not like that, but yeah, that's the way I get through my day. <laughs> so, uh, What's the f- what's your favorite thing that you like about yourself, Colin? Uh, I would say my ability to accept people for who they are. Uh, it's not always, it's not a hundred percent. Like there's, I fall, I'm not, I know we're I'm human. Not, yeah. I know I'm not perfect, but I had someone give me a compliment the other day and, uh, one that I really appreciated, which I'm, I, we talked about it last time. I'm not really good at taking compliments, but I'm trying to get better at it. Someone told me that they appreciate me. He appreciates me for other reasons as well, but one of the main reasons he appreciates me is because he does not have to put any type of facade or wear a mask or anything around me. He can be his, just be his self and yeah. be vulnerable. It's a great compliment. Yeah, I'm like, yep, because uh, I've heard some, I've heard all kinds of stuff. I've, you know, I've had a lot of a lot of scary things happen in my head and. Uh, so I have a lot of empathy, and uh, that really helps with um, being able to relate to people and also is another reason why I think people enjoy the podcast as well. Yes, I agree. So. Agree. Safe safe space. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, I'm a safe space person too. So yeah. I get it. It's And it's fantastic when you get to hear it when somebody says it to you. Like, yeah. You're my safe space. Sometimes it can be exhausting. Yes, it can. Yes, you have to find balance within it. Because mm-hmm. um, there's boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's a fantastic compliment. Yeah. Yes, I would say the same about you. Appreciate it. That yeah. was Yeah, it was really nice to hear. And it was somebody that I needed to catch up with and hadn't talked to in a while. So. Yeah. Um, what else do we have here? Let's see. You might have to edit this. Hold on. Ooh, okay. Next question. What's the strangest thing that you've ever eaten? Strangest things I've ever eaten. I, I ate iguana one time. What? Yeah. Why, how, and where? This was, I was on a cruise in the, I'm trying to remember which island we were on. I think it was one of the Virgin Islands. I can't remember exactly, but yeah. They had an iguana dish, and I was like, "Yeah, that sounds weird." And I'll and I'm very I'm not a picky eater. Um, it wasn't very good though, because it kind of still it had kind of still had like the scaly like. Uh, yeah, I was like, "Can you just take that off?" Like you'd think I'd I don't know. It was interesting. It wasn't like throw up disgusting, and it was just wasn't very appetizing. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Ugh, iguana. Okay. I've had frog legs too, but there's a lot of people eating those. Yeah, iguana. It tastes like chicken. I've never heard iguana, so. Yeah, that was That's... a. Yeah, that was. Wow. Random, and wow. I was like, I'm. 
it's kind of like a win Rome type of situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would have tried it too. Yeah. 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 Okay. I got two more for you. Okay. Um, if you could meet any one person dead or alive, who would it be and why? Who? Uh, that's a really tough one because there's a, I have like a list. So it'd be me. I assume it'd be meeting them. They didn't ask this this way, but meeting them for the first time. Uh, so I would have to go with. Mm, it's a, I have to pick Such two. Such a tough question. That's okay. Pick I'm two. Go with two. Pick so, two. Either Theo Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, and, or Larry David. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Because Larry David is just, I like the way he sees things. Um, and I love Curb Enthusiasm. I need to catch up on it, actually. It's a good show. Oh, my God. So yeah. Funny. Uh, and then Theo's just so, he's just such an interesting guy. He is. He's interesting and he's raw and yeah. Yeah. And he, there's so many similarities I've seen with him, that with me. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, he, uh, yeah, because his podcast is such a, a variety. Like it's, a, you know, it, it's kind of a comedy podcast, but it's kind of not. Like, mm-hmm. he gets into, like, serious mode. Um, but, yeah, Theo, I've uh, – he actually um, is connected with a couple of comedians that I know, but, like, on a distant level, like, yeah. one guy opened for him, like, kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. Maybe down the line, as long as I stick with the comedy, hopefully I can make yeah, that happen. That would yeah. be cool. That yeah. would be a shout out, Theo. Yeah. Colin once on your podcast. Yeah, I want him on mine. Actually. That too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That, I mean, I would obviously not turn down a guest on no. that because he's like he's skyrocketed um, with his podcast even recently, especially because he had that whole Roseanne thing happen. Yeah, because uh, YouTube took it down, and I watched some of that. That was a great episode. Uh, Say what you want about Roseanne, but she is a legend. <laughs> like um, she, she is, and she was a huge uh, door breaker for oh, women in oh, comedy. Huge. Like, I mean, massive. Yeah, I agree. People can say what they want, but I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah, I just don't like the taking people down just because they canceling people. I'm over it. I'm been over it. Actually, I was never in it. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm way over it. And that's another thing. That's why, you know, being the person I am and being, I mean, obviously, I like I said earlier, sometimes, yeah, I do judge people. We all do. But I don't think it's fair. Uh, it's just like. I'm in, I'm in that boat, too. And it's hard to have discussions with people nowadays, too, because people want to sway one way or the other. But, I mean, if we so want, extreme. If we want to get to the reality of it and if people were really fucking honest about themselves we would literally have to cancel each and every single one of us human beings on the face of this earth we are all fallible we all have said things that we regret thought things you know been a certain way or as we evolve as i mean that's what we do is we evolve as humans now there's the people that don't get better and don't grow yeah and then there's the people that do but you can't just cancel everybody for everything you know it's like some places won't play. I actually just saw a discussion on social media yesterday about this of um, should we play R. Kelly or not? Ooh, yeah, I've heard about that. And it's like, OK, well, I mean, do we want to keep going down the list? Then no Jerry Lee Lewis, no Elvis Presley, no Michael Jackson. No, I mean, we we can if you want to play that game, we can go down the list. Right. Yeah. So I'm more of like love the art, not the artist. Yeah. I get where you're coming from. That's kind of my philosophy. Like, yeah, fucking Michael Jackson made some fantastic music. Yeah. Do do I agree with his moral compass? Absolutely not. Yeah, and it's not like... Uh, I mean, I can obviously... Eat, with R. Kelly, I, I mean, I'm just... I just like Remix to Ignition. That's the only right? thing I really like. That's the only song you I really... You remind me of yeah. my Jeep. That was my jam. <laughs> 
Uh, like, yeah, but no. But, do I want to hang out with the guy and have a beer with him? No, he might pee on me, like, yeah, or try yeah. to trap me in his basement. I don't know. I mean, is he's he a, very much in prison? So it's yeah, fine. Like, like, is he like, a good human? No. Did he make some good art? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. A lot of artists are messed that's up. Such that's a tough conversation with people nowadays. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh. I've even. Um, yeah, there's certain things like. Yeah, where I was like, oh, man, I really don't like this. Like, my thing is, like, the companies staying, like, the companies need to stay out of stuff. Like, stop hopping on everything. It's so annoying. Yeah, yeah. And we know what you're doing. I I mean, I have have a capitalist mentality, like, business mentality. Like, I know what you're doing. Just stop. Correct. You're... Not you don't care. Everything's a money grab nowadays, though. So. They don't care at all. No, no, everything's a money grab. Yeah. So I don't know if you want to jam out to R. Kelly in your car, go ahead. I don't think you're a weirdo. Yeah, I mean, I don't care. Either. Remix that ignition all the way home to Quad Cities <laughs> yeah. tonight, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably just freestyle. But. There you go. <laughs> um, okay, this is the last question. Okay. What are your moral strengths outside of compassion for people? Mm, moral strengths, I would say. My ability to admit, I don't know if this would fall on a morality scale, but it would be a quality that I appreciate about myself is I am sometimes more than willing to admit when I was wrong. Like, I'm wrong. Like, how do we fix this? No, that's a, that's completely a moral strength. Yeah. Yes. Uh Sometimes it's like almost like a, it's almost like a double edged sword where I wasn't wrong and, you know, people pleasing stuff. Yeah. So I got to watch that. But definitely being able to be like, oh, I screwed up. Like, let's make this right. It's so refreshing when other human beings are that way. Like, that's so refreshing. Accountability to me. is so rare. I mean, not, I wouldn't say rare, it's more rare than it used to be. And yeah. I've learned that working in customer service, talking to people. So many people just like they will die on hills that they built on lies. Yeah. It's just like incredible. Like just admit you were wrong. Yeah, it's fine. It's not a big deal. Let's move on. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. But nope. They want to say everything that was wrong on the other side of the street. But they don't want to talk about their side of the street. It's like, no, that's not yeah. it's not the way I work. Yeah, I agree. It's re- and it's like it's really refreshing when people can be that way. So I wish yeah. more people were that way. Yeah, like and it's okay. Sometimes it takes longer for me to do that uh, than others. Like you know, I'm carrying uh, one resentment right now that I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. But yeah, uh, I try not. I know people that you know have like a laundry list of things or people that they have problems with or you know um, where they were in the wrong too and. They're just going to not do anything about it. Yeah. They're just like carrying that all the time. I don't want to do that either. No, no. That sucks. Yeah. That sucks. Okay. This isn't a question for you, but this is my final for you and the audience. Okay. And this is such a great question and it'll probably stick with me forever. Oh boy. Why is the number 11 not pronounced as 21? Number 22 is pronounced 22, the same as 33 and 44, and all other double digits, same numbers. Why is 11 different? 21. I think I'm going to say 21 forever. 21, because it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> is that your answer? <laughs> That's my answer. I love the way it sounds. And I know, and I love the number 11. I, lo- uh, I know, 11, 11. Yeah, 11, Now I'm going to say 21, 21. No. <laughs> it sounds Terrible, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Yeah, one t one. No, it was I, honestly I found it on the internet, and it's, I was like, it's I, one of those things, never crossed my mind. Yeah, that you just don't think about. No, somebody pointed out. That's why you got all of the internet people pointing out stuff that you never would have thought of. One t one and the bald guy with the driver's license. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. Because if you're bald, you could say you had any hair color. Yeah, you could lie your ass off. Redhead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Last of a dying breed, redhead. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are redheads really becoming extinct? Is that a thing? They, I see that online. Yeah. Yeah, it's on the internet. So yeah, it must be. Yeah. Right? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I I'm one of my best friends is a redhead. I don't know. But 
How old is she? My age. Yeah. How many fresh redheads are popping out? I don't know. Thanks again for having me guest host. Yeah, of course. I was... Lots of my people listen to your podcast now. Uh, I think I've gotten a few people, a few, at least a few yeah. that have uh, yeah. that now listen to both, which is awesome. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yes. And yeah, until next time, thank you for tuning into Modern Day Overthinker with your host, normally Colin, and guest host, Tabitha. 